0: Welcome to Going for Gold, USA Today Sports Olympics podcast. I'm Rachel Axon, and we are at the Olympics. I am here with uh, my colleague, Nancy Armour, and we are sitting in the media center overlooking the Lagoa uh, outside of here. So uh, thanks for taking a little bit of time to do this today, Nancy. No problem. We're we're all very busy here and not sleeping. So um, we are about to start day four of Olympic competition. Uh, lots going on. Uh, the thing that is kind of buzzing uh, at this point is something uh, called Phelps face. Can you tell us what the heck that means? Well,
1: somebody said that is the it is the real Olympic equivalent to crying Jordan, which I think is pretty hilarious and probably pretty true
0: or i would say mikhail maroney not impressed
1: yeah the t- the 2016 version of of that um so at uh d- before the semifinals for the 200 butterfly i believe it
0: was, no, that's nice.
1: it, was it was a semifinal though yeah, yeah yes. so yeah semifinal for tonight um Michael Phelps was was sitting in a corner, um, music on, hoodie up, which that's probably the best part mm-hmm. of it. And uh, uh, Close from South Africa was shadow boxing in front of him, and the look on Phelps's face was priceless. It was somebody has compared it to, um, it's it's Tuesday and you want it to be Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, You must reset your password. You cannot use an old password. Your password must have a capital letter, um, a number, a, you know, random weird symbol that is not known to man. Like, I mean, it's just hilarious. It's priceless. It's like anger or irritation, I guess is probably a better word. Irritation. um, Just like, dude, what are you doing? Um, So, yeah, it's pretty funny. If you haven't seen it, and I cannot believe you probably at this point have not, but if you haven't, make sure you go check it out. Just... Phelps face
0: the memes are gold and all, all of the password ones I fully endorse um, so also in the pool you know the swimming competitions uh, close to halfway through we're seeing the medals we thought uh, you know Katie Ledecky has lived up to expectations Michael Phelps michael phelps has a relay medal at this point uh kind of the story that's been a big deal at least recently is is lily king winning the hundred uh breaststroke because she made some very strong comments about doping and as we know you know russian has uh the russian doping crisis has really <laughs> overshadowed all of this um and so she said that one of her competitors yulia fmova fmova who was a late ad because one of the ioc's kind of criteria got nixed and it, it was always going to be next but said, I compete clean, people who doped previously shouldn't be allowed in the games. And yes, that, I think that applies to my own American teammates like Justin Gatlin. So um, that has drawn quite a response. But uh, at least she backed it up with a gold medal. She backed it up with a gold medal. And, and I was happy to
1: see that she said that about Tyson Gain and Justin Gatlin because there is a lot of criticism about, you know, p- picking on the Russians. The Russians are not—yes, the Russians might be one of the few countries with a state-sponsored doping problem— program, but they are not the only country that has athletes who are doping. So if you're going to point fingers at somebody from a different country, then you you know what? You better be willing to point fingers at the ones who, who've cheated from your own country. And so, you know, like you said, she backed it up with the gold medal and she also Backed up I mean she, to her you dope you're done and it doesn't matter what sport you're in doesn't matter what country you're from that's her hard and fast rule and if that's what you believe that's fine but you know I was I was happy to see that she recognized some of the hypocrisy that there has been
0: Right. that's fine it's also not the rule you you, you, you don't get a lifetime ban for a first time offense so you know there are athletes who feel that way so looking to the competition uh Nancy and I cover gymnastics we have been spending many long days in the Rio <laughs> Olympic arena uh This week, uh, we saw the men's uh, uh, team final. uh, Yes, the team final on whatever date yesterday was, Monday. Uh, Japan won Russia silver, China bronze, uh, Americans in fifth. They did not look great. They kind of uh, had some big mistakes early that they dug themselves a hole and couldn't get out of. This is something you wrote about in your column today. Could you just explain, especially for people who are tuning into gymnastics once every four years, some of the issues might, you might see and why the men's program isn't kind of on that level and it, and how it contrasts with what we see from the women. Uh,
1: the problem that I've had and, and I have, as you said, I wrote about it yesterday and I've been writing about it or, or saying it for the for years now. Um, the men don't have the same accountability, and I don't fault the gymnasts. I fault the I fault USA Gymnastics and the men's program because they don't require accountability. You know, with Marta, it is. The Olympics finish, and the next day she's already looking ahead to the next Olympics. I mean, you have to meet standards all four years. The guys, it's kind of well, okay, we'll screw around for three years, and then oh, it's the Olympic year. We're going to get serious, and you, that doesn't work. It, it just doesn't because the U.S. is ta- the U.S. has talent. This is the most talented team I've seen, certainly since the the Paul Hamm era, maybe even going back to '84. I mean, they've got the guys to get it done, but. The guys admitted yesterday that there were probably some nerves. They had two, uh, uh, Alex Nador fell on floor, Sam McCulloch stepped out twice, and they admitted that there were probably some nerves involved. That shouldn't be the case now. Or or you can have the nerves, but you should be able to compete through them. You know, Ali Raisman and Simone Biles talk about wanting to projectile vomit before they start competition, but you don't see that on the floor. Um, so I think some changes need to be made in how they run the program. Can you have the same program as the women have for the men? Of course not. they you know, you've got older guys, you have more events. No, you can't duplicate that. But there are some things that I think the men's program needs to look at that the women's program does. Um, you know, pressure sets at every single training camp. Uh, establish standards that you have to meet more cohesion between the personal coaches and the national team. One thing that boggled my mind, I asked the, uh, Kevin Majaika, the, the um, men's national team coordinator, if they have specialty coaches for every event, which the women do, you know, like Ellie Raisman's coach is the floor coach for the U.S. Um, Maswat Nabi is the vault coach. The guys don't have that. And especially with the struggles the guys have on pommel horse in particular, to me, that's inexcusable. I mean, if, if you want a, a good program, if, you, you know, if, you, if you're fine with your guys being fourth, fifth, sixth in the world, whatever – keep doing what you're doing but if you want it to be if you want them to be a regular metal contender if you want them to be on that podium regularly then they need to make some changes and again that's not on the athletes that's not on the coaches that's on usa gymnastics and that's on the men's program
0: right so some more kind of structural problems that are yes. limiting their ability to get close to that upper echelon yes. than the uh, to the of the sport so uh, we're recording this on tuesday afternoon mere hours from the women's team final if yes. you're listening this on wednesday i feel saying congratulations to the Americans for winning the team gold medal because uh I don't I don't you know we would obviously never bet on this, but this is about as sure of a bet as there can be. We saw the American women come out and qualifying over the weekend and beat second place China by almost 10 points. Like you cannot, this is a sport decided on tenths and sometimes even hundreds of points. And this team is just far and away the best team in the world. Um, So I I guess, what are your thoughts on um, what we can expect from them tonight? And and maybe more, let's put this in the context of this team's place in history.
1: World domination is what I expect. Um, No, I think it's a, it's, you know, I Four years ago, I didn't think that there could be a better team than the Fierce Five. I mean, yeah, you go back and you look at some of the the Soviet teams. And actually, I did just go back and count. Um, The record for one team winning gold medals is the Soviets in 1960. They had five. Um, There had been two uh, women gymnasts who won four gold, gold medals in a single game. I think this group is going to be better than both of those marks. Um, You know, I think that there is a very realistic possibility of them sweeping the golds, Um, and that's not just homerism or anything like that. They they had the top score in every single event in qualifying. Um, They put uh, two gymnasts in every single event final, except for vault, because Simone is the only one who went for vault final. Um, As you mentioned, the 10-point margin, uh, they were 1-2... Or no one, three, and one, two, three, one, two, three, and f- one, two, and three. I think in all-around qualifying. Yes. Uh, and Gabby can't go obviously because of the stupid two per country rule. Um, I, I don't know how you improve on this team. And yes, there the level of international competition has gone down somewhat, but the Americans have also raised the bar even higher than they did than they were four years ago. And and to me that is just stunning because that was a Tremendous history-making team And and in my mind, this one is better And I asked both Gabby and Allie that And neither one wanted to answer that Mm -hmm. Because that's a, you know But, uh, you know, as Allie said Every single one of us, meaning the five Everyone got into at least one event final That didn't happen four years ago Um, So it's probably by a small margin But I do think that this team is is better than in 2012 And and I think it'll be the best team in history
0: I I think there's a real... uh, uh... It would be easy to look at this team and say, well, you have Simone Biles, who is, uh, you know, I think we would both kind of right now argue that she's the greatest of all time. Yes. But at the end of next week, I don't think there's going to be any debate about that with what what medals she's anticipated to win. So I think there's kind of this maybe thought like, oh, you have the best gymnast of all time. And of course, it's the best team. But if you look at the other parts, you know, Madison Koshin is here to do one event on bars. Yep. She's a world champion. Yep. Lori Hernandez is 16 years old and, you know, save for an abdominal strain, mm-hmm. is probably, Trying to get into that all around final and battling. Uh Gabby Douglas, who is an Olympic champion, comes back and is third best in the world in all around qualifying, and as you mentioned, doesn't make it because of the two-per-country rule. Then you have someone like Allie Raisman, who, you know, they call her grandma Allie or Mama Allie because at twenty-two she's so old. Um well it's mostly because she naps a lot, but um, you know, comes back and is like her gymnastics is now even better than it was in London and you can say, yes, Simone, and, and they joke about Simone being in her own division, but I think, even no Simone, if if Simone, you know, walked out of the arena and was like, I don't feel like doing it or whatever, I think the Americans would still win by a good margin. That's how good and how, the, the quality of their depth that they have.
1: Yeah, because if you looked at Simone had the top qualifying score and obviously the all-around, and then vault, uh, balance beam, and floor, but um, I believe there was an uh, ally was second on floor, I think Laura was third on beam um, and vault. Obviously no other American did it, but, um, and then again, Allie and and Gabby were second and third in all around. So it's, there, there are people who are not, I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're far behind her, but the Americans have other people who are really good. And let's point out too, Gabby, um, she made the, the Bars final again She didn't in 2012 But really she didn't have a shot at the medal She had the second best qualifying score behind Madison Kosian So, uh, you know, this is a stock team There is no hole in this team
0: so one of the things uh, and we wrote about this today because as many people know national team coordinator marta crowley this is her last hurrah she says she's uh, nancy might not believe it but she she says she's really retiring this time (laughs) until she gets on
1: that plane for vacation
0: yes this this is her last olympics and um it's really remarkable when you look and and i wrote about this today and and you've covered this sport for a long time when you look at what they've built this Mm -hmm. team has won uh, this program has won every major team competition going back about six years is the last yeah world yeah 2010 they have in the pa- in the time that the system has been in place since 2000 they have 88 worlds and olympic medals and there's no country that's even close to that type of success so when you look at what what they've instilled the system that they've put in place at usa gymnastics and its ability to keep rolling you know how do, how do you look at that legacy but then see the future of that system.
1: One of the things that's been the most important and it, it doesn't get enough attention is the pipeline that the mm-hmm. system has allowed because, yes, the senior national team girls go to the Corley Ranch once a month for camps. So does the junior team. So they are being held in the exact same standards as the senior team. I mean, I guarantee you that Marta, even though she is retiring. We'll see. Um, but even though she's retiring, I guarantee you she's got a list right now of, of her pr- prospective team for 2020. I, that's just how this system is now. It's, it's, it's always, re- it's a, you know, it is always rebuilding and restocking. It's not, they don't get to a point like they did after 96, where it's like, oh, okay, now what do we do? right exactly so you know is the system going to be different without marta of course it is you know she's such a personality and they've gotten so used to that voice from her but the system is now so ingrained and the coaches have bought into it you know they were very reticent when this was first proposed in the in in the first year of it but they've seen how it works and it doesn't just benefit the athletes it benefits the coaches because you have coaches like Mm -hmm. a maggie haney uh and even an amy amy borman yeah they don't come from big gyms they don't have four and five elite girls necessarily and so they are they're being mentored by some of the best coaches in the business and then they are passing that on to other coaches and and that is how dynasties are formed that is how dynasties are 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 supported and continued and like i said is it going to be different of course it is but i don't see any drop-off coming for a while
0: Well, that's going to wrap it up. We are on a tight schedule today with all of the the stuff we have to cover, but we appreciate you uh, listening in. Of course, we will have more uh, on usatoday.com slash sports. And when I say more, I mean it's a lot. There's a lot there. I hope you're reading all the the stories that we're cranking out from here. You can follow Nancy on Twitter at NRArmor. You can follow me at Rachel Axon. But that's it. Signing off for this episode of Going for Gold from Real. Thanks for listening.